0: Good morning, PML. It is your boy, it's yes, Nefarious here, and I'm here for the show. I got the breakfast corner in the building. I got Hefe in the building. Hefe, say hello to the people.
1: What's going on, man? What's going on, PML? What's going on, everybody? Sorry for being a little bit late. Just a uh, late last minute packing for a last minute trip. I got to fly out today, but... We're here to do the breakfast show, man. We're here to have a good time. Great games being played, so let's talk about it. Where are you flying
2: to? Where are you flying to?
1: Uh, just in and out. Uh, fly out tonight to uh, get to Pittsburgh for a meeting and then fly out uh, Thursday morning. So just a quick right. stop. Got to get some
0: contracts worked on. There you go. There you go. We also have very special guests in the building. We have HD in the building. HD hello to the people. Hi. Right. We also have uh, more special guests. We got Z in the building. Z saying what's up to the people.
2: What's going on,
3: everybody?
0: And then we last but not least, we have your main man, drama man in the building. Drama say what's up to the people.
2: What do you do, PML? Y'all know what it is, Y'all know what
0: it does. Your main man, drama man. All right, so what we're gonna do, we're gonna talk about the games, we're gonna talk about uh, some chat stuff. Um, we're gonna we're gonna touch on it all, you know, but first let's talk about some of the games. Um, we're here in week seven, right? Yeah, week seven. Um, we had the Colts and the Bears. Final score was sixty-two to forty-one. Now uh, about this game, the Bears' their roster might be terrible. Actually, it's an 80 overall, so It's not that bad. But he's playing better now than he did when he had Justin Fields and uh, you know the full squad. Looking back on all the trades and all the draft picks and all, all what what he's done with this team. Can we say that even though it looked ridiculous and probably stupid from our point of view, he's doing his thing with Jordan Love and he's doing his thing with his team now. And now he's, what, 5-1? and No, 5-2 and on the season. Now, looking back at those trades and all the draft picks, how how do you guys feel about the Bears and what they've done
2: with their team?
1: I I would say I would have liked to see him move earlier. On this, um, it seems then- as when the when the um, cycle first started, he wasn't really invested in the Bears, and then mm-hmm. it got to a point where it's like, kind of like, all right, I got to save my name. I can't have people thinking I'm, I'm I'm not who I was last year. You know, everybody expects SP as the coach, but when you're not invested in your team, then people get to talking. Maybe, maybe you aren't who we thought you were. Then he then he decided to put his foot on the gas. However, I would have liked to see him do this earlier. And I think he would have been way further along than he is right now. So the moves are good. The moves work for him. They're working for him. They're, you know, he's enjoying playing with that team. I would just like to see him make some of these moves a little bit earlier.
0: Um, I, well, go ahead. No, I was just going to say uh, real quick, uh, just to give you some insight. Uh, Justin Fields, replacement Jordan Love, 496 yards, three TDs, one interception, 128 uh, rating. Um, the replacement for David Montgomery, uh, I forgot, I don't know his first name, but Thomas, twelve for one twenty-two, two PDS on the game, uh, and then the replace got uh, the replacement, but the G Scott draft pick in the first, he finished with six for one forty-six, uh, one forty-eight in a touchdown, and then Quentin Johnson four for one seventy-five, two touchdowns, Darnell Mooney four for one thirty, looks like he's taking he's
2: taking shots, shots in, in, with his offense. Yeah, yeah, he's
3: and, a big go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that um, you know, he guys he has Quentin Johnson who's a big play receiver in real life and in PML this year. And um, I mean I think that he's also a benefactor of CEO falling completely off the face of the planet. Um, he you know, the Bears team is one of the tougher rebuilds and it's it's tough when you gotta play the Packers two times a year and the Vikings as well. <clears throat> but now he's built that team to a point where he can compete. And, uh, you know, he's just playing good football right now. Defense is definitely balling. What
2: were you going to say, Jefe? I've
1: watched a few of his games. Um, The one most recent I think I watched was the one he played against the Rams where he he ended up beating the Rams. Played some really good defense. Uh, Some mental mistakes were made by the Rams. But that offense was really living off big plays. So he likes that big play. He has some good, fast, tall receivers. He can get it downfield. He gets them in one-on-one positions, and he goes for it. And right now it's working for him. So um, he's a big play offense right now. Um, I haven't watched a lot of his games just from the ones I've watched. doesn't seem like there's really drives being put together, but he's living off big plays. And we'll just see how long that can go. But for right now, he's playing good football.
0: Yeah, definitely living off the big plays. Uh, H.D., how do you feel about it?
1: Um, I feel like it's more of a mental thing. I don't even think it's the trade. Um, uh, yeah, I just feel like it was mental. Like, why couldn't
0: you do this with Justin Fields? The better, the better quarterback.
2: Is that is that the same,
0: like, a uh, hype-mic effect? Uh, you know, you, you get somebody that you enjoy. I don't know if he doesn't like Justin Fields. I can't say that, you know, he feels some type of way just about Justin Fields. I don't know. But, you know, maybe now he's got a team that he likes. And uh, a team that fits what he wants to do personally. And that's, that could be the, the, the yeah, side I think,
2: factor. I think it's just a of things. I, I think Fields is, I, like, just looking at them side by side. Fields is about a quarterback. Uh, so, I don't know. I, like, I just think it's, it's him. It's not even the players. But, I mean, if that trade is what gets him into liking his team and, and playing the way he needs to play, then I guess the trade works.
3: I think it's less about Fields and more about the talent around Fields now. The Bears' receiving room, year one, is abysmal. And, you know, dot don't do a lot of content, so they're not going to get better. Um, and, I mean, he was just drafting and making moves to get players. And I think uh, this is the culmination of what we would have seen with Jordan Love or with Justin Fields if he had stuck around. But I don't think he would be here if he didn't move Fields because he got more I mean, talent. Oh, no. I mean, no. He, got, he got G. Scott
2: with that fifth, didn't he? And G. Scott with yeah. a fifth overall, I don't think I don't think
0: it's, I don't know, I, I don't think it's the players well, I, really do nothing. I want to ask, ask this, because I think this was put up in chat when he made the trade. Wasn't there a thing about Jordan Love's release compared to Justin Fields? Now, is this, this the comp mentality from these <laughs> young cats that's taken over as far as, you know, why Justin Fields was chosen over, uh, I mean, uh, Jordan Love was chosen over Justin Fields in that offense?
3: Um, from I mean, just from what I've seen with SP dot, he's not really a mobile quarterback kind of guy. He he prefers <laughs> pocket passers, and I mean, Jordan Love also has the fastest release in the game, so that goes mm-hmm. into it. So, so maybe he just uh, didn't want to have to try to figure out how to scheme uh, Justin Fields, and would rather just get a that pocket pass work that way.
2: That is
3: uh, drama. You know, this is a game you
0: probably watched because you got the Colts involved. Um, they were four and two going into this. Uh, did this game go how you expected? You know, um, how do you feel about the Bears and the the Colts matchup?
4: Well, I'll say this: um, the Bears definitely does a good job of knowing his personnel versus his opponents. And so all he did was he just took took advantage of the slow, small cornerbacks that the um, Colts has. Colts plays a the Colts defense plays a lot of cover too or a lot of cover three, and so you have opportunities on the outside to be one-on-one, and all he did, like uh, Hefe said, he just took deep shots, and he was making all of them because uh, the slow cornerbacks of the Colts was getting beat down the field. And um, I think it's a, it's a it's a pattern with a lot of these coaches in PML right now who have these quarterbacks. I'm not going to say what, what teams are not doing, um, you know what I'm saying, but guys are just being able to take advantage of what the defense is allowing them to do. And so, if you you know if you allow Jordan Love to just drop back and wait for his receivers to develop downfield, down, down then you're going to get those big one play, you know, forty, fifty yard bombs, and you know you you'll never have to make them really work for it. And that's you know, like behind the eight, get behind the eight ball. Also, uh, SP Dot plays excellent defense. He did a lot of things on defense that just took away a lot of the stuff that the Colts likes to run. You know what I'm saying? So. He's got an impeccable user on defense, good awareness of down the distance and what hash marks he's on and what guys like to do and what's available right after the snap. He takes a lot of those quick reads away, causes you to have to, you know, find a second, third, fourth option in the passing game. By that time, his defensive line is getting there. Or if you, you know, make a mistake, you got a quick read, he's, you know, getting the interception and taking it back to the house. So guys will just learn to, um, you gotta to know your opponent. You gotta know guys who are good on defense and playing different positions on the field. You gotta know guys who uh, what their strengths and their weaknesses are on offense. And so far, Sp Duffin taking advantage of that.
2: Yeah, that's uh the
0: funny thing is when I played the Colts, that was kind of the game plan, and I got away from it. Um, I was two for two on deep shots against the I think Isaiah Rodgers because Isaiah Rodgers is five nine and I had a six four wide receiver, so I took deep shots. And I was two for two, and I got away from that. Lord knows why. It looks like the Bears stuck with it, and it worked out perfectly fine. You know, taking the deep shots against those smaller corners. Um, moving on, though, we had the Buccaneers uh, beating the Panthers seventy-two to fourteen. I assume this is why JT left chat because he got smoked by eighty against the. Obviously, that's not true, but he got smoked by the Buccaneers seventy-two to fourteen. Um, After beating him the first time around, this game was not even close. I think this is a a statement by uh, Codes letting JT know that that was just a mistake and that that ain't happening again. Uh, Tua was 9 for 13, 197 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. Um, You're looking at, for receptions, you got Mike Evans, two for 72, two, two touchdowns. The rookie that he keeps feeding on jump balls, 3 in a touchdown. Just a dominating performance by uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after dropping the first one early in the season.
2: Yeah, shame on Coles for that, man. He did JC dirty. JT don't bother nobody, man. JT, you know, does everything he can to help the league out.
4: Um, it was an abysmal and egregious performance by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was completely uncalled for. You, you know, should be so- ashamed of yourself, yeah, he should be ashamed of himself. He was, You know what I'm saying? Had Tua in the game in the third quarter, had Dobbins in the game in the third quarter, running the ball, throwing the ball. You know, he could have just kneeled it out and let the time run out like the Rams did when he smashed the Seahawks. But Coles didn't show any type of
2: professionalism. Never going to be able to pay for that shit. Uh, we'll, 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 get to that. we'll get to that game in a second. But this is what we expected.
0: Now, the, the talking, uh, chat. Is this is the worst timeshare we've had in a while? I think the last timeshare that was this bad was, I would say, not not even Q with the Rams, because like, you was kind of not playing the best football at certain points. Um, I think you have to go back to the Chargers uh, back in Madden 21. Right? Was it Madden 21? That he uh, That Mike was the Chargers. Or yeah. am I misspeaking there? Yeah. yeah, so I'm Mike with the Chargers back and back. I think this is – that somebody's comparing this timeshare to that timeshare as one of the worst timeshares we've had in a while. How do you guys feel about that?
3: I mean, yeah, I, I just – the way the division was constructed, like I think HD said it earlier, the um best player out of the four got the best team. And, um, I mean, that's not Codes' fault. I mean, he's just doing what he has to do. But – I mean, there's no reason Burns should have the Saints. Like, that's that's number one. And, um, I mean, JT was going to keep the Panthers, okay? And Greeny with the Falcons. Uh, I mean, Greeny, I I just don't think he's found an identity that works for him. And um, I would have, you know, preferred Mike with the Saints because he's probably the only person outside of drama that was invested in Jameis Winston. So, yeah, I, I definitely think that it was just, just how the division was put together was not good, and it's definitely a timeshare. But I mean, what can you do? Yeah, I,
1: th- I think it's um sort <clears throat> of good. I think it's a timeshare strictly because of the, the way the teams were given out. Uh, I am a little bit surprised at Greeny. I I thought he would be a little bit better with the with the uh, Falcons. To be quite honest with you, but the way the teams were handed out is the reason it makes it a timeshare. I think you know you're looking at a much more competitive division if you put Byrne as the Buccaneers and then probably yeah. Greeny at the time as the as the as New Orleans and then give because he would have had a good back and Kamara he would have had what he liked he would have had a solid defense and then give Cold the Falcons I think you're looking at a better a much better division I think just the teams. Uh, make it not necessarily, you know, such a um, such a wide gap in coaching. I think a lot, a lot of the,
0: the teams have a lot to do with why it's really lopsided as it really is. So, yeah. so I gotta I gotta ask this question because you know uh, a lot of the the panel saying Codes is the best user in that division and got the best team. Now the hindsight's twenty twenty. No, I think I'm going he is the in- best
5: user, regardless.
0: Regardless of team, I still no, 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 no no no, go- no, 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 no. I, I, I agree. He's the best user in that. The, 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 but I'm saying hindsight's twenty twenty. He came in what season three last cycle, or somewhere around there, and he had the Colts who were built pretty well. Had you know, had what they had. Now looking back at the beginning of the cycle, would you say going into it that? Out of all those users, obviously JT's out, out of left field, so we ain't even gonna include him. But out of Burn, Greeny, and Codes, going into it, I Codes was the best user. Where were you on all on on that situation? Did you guys also think that Codes was the best user going into it, or now that he's proven that he he he's head above the rest, that he is the best user?
1: I think I think we all I think oh. we all were because the the consensus. When the teams were chosen, was damn how did Cole get the Bucks? Um, so I think the majority of the league, and and that's no slight to Cole, that's respect to Cole, because people are like, well, how did Cole get the Bucks? Because they said that because of who they thought he was as a player. If you would have done that, like if you would have done that same division, and Burn would have had the Bucks, and then Cole's would have had like the Falcons <laughs> or something, nobody would have said anything. But I think because of everybody's reaction. Like, well, that, you know, that showed, you know, respect to him. Like, nah, you shouldn't be having the buck.
2: I just want to tell you what, um, Brian would have been Sim. Oh, go ahead, HD I said everybody said it when the teams were dropped that Cody was going to timeshare this. All right, I I just wanted to clarify that. But, um,
0: I I know Brian would have been Sim as a motherfucker with uh, the Bucks dumping down to the running back all game. Um, but you know, it, it, the divisions are what they are. Um, it, it was interesting that he did get the Bucks, at is his favorite team. And that might've been a case where not necessarily JT's trying to, you know, make a division, a competitive division, but more so giving codes, the helping that gap filler between him and the top tier user where he could go to the Super Bowl and potentially win, which he did. So maybe that was a gap filler
2: for the top tier, thinking about the league as a whole than the, the division itself. Wait, said I say your question one more time? No, it wasn't a question. I was just saying maybe he was thinking more so
0: like giving King Mike the, the Packers, trying to have that gap filler for the top tier user compared to Codes, who is, you know, a top uh, above average user, maybe close to top tier, given that gap where you can go to the Super Bowl and potentially win the Super Bowl because the team gap's there.
1: I mean, at, at the way that that team, the Bucks were handed to Coles, I mean, you'd have to think maybe JT was saying, well, maybe Greeny is a better user than Coles at the time. Maybe that's what he thought. Um, because, again, you could say King Mike has the Packers, but also that that division did start off with having K-Mac in there. You know what I mean?
0: So that balances it out.
1: So maybe JT...
0: Yeah, I'm I'm saying maybe he wasn't trying to balance out the division, but more so balance out the NFC a little bit, giving a, a good user a really good team to see if he could compete with the Packers, the the K-Mac, the, uh, you know, the guys that are up there that we assume are going to be in the NFC Championship game or even the Super Bowl. You know, I maybe could. it wasn't ba- a, a division-based idea. Maybe he did think Codes was the best user, but he was giving that team to Codes so Codes could compete in the playoffs instead of just competing in his own division.
4: If if I could, if I could. Going back to last cycle, there was a lot of discussion and a lot of talk about how we weren't going to let the good teams be wasted this cycle. There was a lot of talk about how we were going to make sure that the best teams in the league went to good users. And so if you go look at all of the teams in the league, that's how Mike ended up with the Packers. That's how um, Q ended up with Miami. That's how um trying to some good teams. That, that's how uh the boy ended up with Kansas City. Like we last cycle, we were saying we're not gonna let the good teams go to waste anymore. So cold's Came in last cycle, I, you know he was mediocre last cycle, you know what I'm saying. But he was in a he was in a division with a bunch of who? What division was he in? Uh, he
0: was who, in that uh, uh, AFC South. South. He was with uh, it was who was it? Mole He obviously took Mo's place, but uh, I, um, it was um,
3: wait. You talking about Greeny last cycle? Yeah. Who was Greeny or or Code? Greeny last cycle started in the AFC West with me, K Mac. And uh, and DK, he was the Chiefs. No, it was me, KMac, and DLOY. Um, then Greeny got kicked. Um, Greenie fucked around in, and came back in. as a problem Patriots and the AFC.
4: No, hold on. Here's what I'm saying, though. Z, here's what I'm saying. Um, Coles, when he came in to the AFC South, who was in the AFC South? Because I remember I remember a lot of talk in the chat it was, about um, not being good. Like, we was talking shit about him. Like, dude, you mediocre at best. And he was saying, like, you know what I'm saying? If I get a better team, y'all going to see blah, blah, blah.
0: So I'm thinking JT. Wimmy. Oh, Wimmy Cook. It was Wimmy Cook and somebody else. Yeah, Wimmy Cook and T-Bandit. T-Bandit, yep. T-Bandit okay. the
4: Jags. Cause I remember Coles came in and played all right. He I think he finished the season and won a bunch of games. And it was a whole lot of talk, like, dude, you ain't really top tier like that. So I'm thinking JT gave him Tampa Bay because he wanted to see if this dude was going to be able to be good with him. Because like I said, last cycle, I remember it was a lot of talk about how he wasn't gonna let these good teams go to waste no more. You know what I'm saying? So if you look around the league, a lot of the good a lot of the top tier teams that start the cycle ended up in the hands of good users. It wasn't really nobody shitty they got a good team even the dude jack you know what i'm saying he he had the kansas city chiefs like that whole afc west you know what i'm saying was giving a decent users the whole nfc west everybody in that division was decent users like i said mike ended up with green bay um women had the commanders you know what i'm saying cookie ended up with the giants Hefe got the Cowboys. That's how we the divisions got. You know, that's how the good teams got handed out to good users. So I can't blame Coles for taking advantage of the opportunity that he was given. If anything, we could all just look at this whole cycle and say, "Well, listen, B, you had the Bucks in the division with J.T. Greeny and fucking Burn. You ain't did shit. You know what I'm saying? You can prove yourself next cycle. You know what I'm saying? Against some decent now. Now he now he earned the right." To be in a hell division and he can prove himself, but you can't take nothing away from him for you know excelling with the the lot he was given. Shit, that's the same team that D. Lloyd went sixteen and zero with last cycle, and what did D. Lloyd do this cycle with the with the Cardinals? Yeah, he, i, I, I D.
2: Lloyd.
0: We gotta give D. Lloyd a break because he's he's well. We can't
4: nah, say nah, that. Fuck all that. We, fuck all that. I ain't trying to hear that shit. Fuck that. Deloitte ain't did nothing. It was the Bucks the whole time. goddammit. We're gonna say the same thing about Cole till he prove himself nah, next I, I, time. Well, fuck I, all think, that. I think.
1: I think. I uh, think. Again, it's it's twofold. You got to take two sides to it. Uh, King Mike says it a lot. If you're given a good team and you do what you're supposed to do with them, nobody can fault you because you did what you and Cole did what he's supposed to do with them. I think the issue is not Cole's. I think the issue is that the way that his division has played is, is knocking him. It's hurting him. Not, it's not his fault. It's just the way that his division is playing. People are kind of looking at like, if his division was playing well, we probably wouldn't even be having this conversation at all. It's, it's factors beyond his control that are making people question Colts. It's nothing. He did what he was supposed to do with them. We can't be mad at it. Like Drama said, we can't be mad at it. Um, but what's, drama what's hurting him is his division mates aren't stepping up.
0: Drama, something was uh, brought up in chat. Uh, the Chargers. You didn't mention the Chargers uh, when you were talking about, you know, good users. The F. C. Good
2: West. He said the FC West. <laughs> you know, what he said is what he said. <laughs> he wanted to, you want to touch on that trauma? No, he doesn't. Um, so, so what just <laughs> said, though, um, you know, does have a shitty division. You know, he, you know he, he goes 6-0, 5-1, whatever. He still has 11 games outside that division, so he's still playing other guys, and his division's not in the playoffs who so he had to play to get to the Super Bowl. So, I mean... He's getting three, six wins, but I mean, there's still 11 other guys that have the chance to take him down that didn't do it. Uh, that's not including the playoffs. So it's what, another two, three games, depending if you get the bye mm-hmm. week or not. So I mean, there, there's 13 other games where y'all had the chance to take him down in the NFC and no one stepped up and did it. So I mean, the, the, the division's only like 33% of the argument. You know, then you got the other, you know, 66% that's the rest of us. So mm-hmm. all he can do is play his games.
0: Yeah, and no, uh, it's really – it's more of a testament on, uh, like you were saying, it's more on the, the Falcons – obviously not the Panthers because the Panthers are the Panthers. Uh, but it's more on the Falcons and Greeny and Byrne with the Saints for not really doing much. Now, um, I I brought up – I don't know if I brought up in chat or in, in air, but it seems the more we get to playing real real football – the worse some users are getting, and they might be two of those users that are getting worse as we play more football. Um, the, pretty,
2: the funny thing about what you just said, though, is JT, out of these last three seasons, is the only person to come really close to beating him and has defense. Yep. I think that's I think. And that's, they, the and that's because JT, JT be better plays JT. football. Yeah, I think the yeah. other doing better than JT, and JT has been the only one being competitive towards, towards Codes within a head-to-head matchup.
0: Uh, Greeny will never green Greeny and Byrne will never beat codes because they're trying to be competitive against somebody that knows how to lock down that competitive shit. So that's why JT probably won. I don't. I can't speak on the game. I didn't watch it. But JT probably won because he's given co- he's showing Coach something that he hasn't seen before than what what Greeny and uh burn is showing they're showing the same shit because their their offense is repetitive and competitive um but let's move on we had the rookie bowl the browns and the eagles the eagles coming out with a win i think 40 to 30 30 was the final score 41 to 30 was the final score in this one um i took the eagles and pml knockout so shout out eagles for holding me in there um but uh, anybody want to talk about this game real quick, or do you want to just skip it because they suck?
3: No, not really. Go ahead and get us. Can
0: too. we? Can we? Can we replace the Browns yet,
2: or are we still we still going to hold on to that? How, how did we replace that with a worse? Fuck did we? Yeah. Damn, well, I mean, gotta give him. Gotta give him. Uh,
3: nah, he get, know, his, he get his playbook next. He get his playbook next week. If if he don't turn nah. it around. No, I get. He, he get it to a week nine. Week. He gets a week nine. Oh, uh, it's week nine. Preseason no, don't. So count.
2: you got to play eight games.
3: Preseason don't count. No. Oh. Uh, but
2: I, I the question is, you know, if if he gets his game. custom, if he gets
0: his custom and he's still bad, do we make the change immediately? I know LQ is waiting in the no, wings. I mean, I, I think you got to give people a a full a full season. I think I
1: think you got to. I've been watching has- his games. Is he is he at least competitive in his games? I'm not. I'm not being funny. I've been watching. No,
0: no, games. he he's really not. He's he's
2: not I mean, even. So, close. so it depends because we're in season three. Give him a season. You bring someone in where he's got only six wins. And LQ can go compete in that division and try to come back. HD, I just want to make sure you don't play the Browns this season, right? Actually, I might. Well,
0: I don't take I don't I don't uh, take your uh, two cents yeah, on the. Pressure. I
1: think I think this is, I think this is what the do. HG a- 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 just made a good point. We're in season three, so I think
0: yeah, they I'm made JT, no content either. If, if,
1: if I'm JT, I probably see what he looks like once he gets his custom. Maybe give him a two, two, three games. If not, then okay, I may move him out because it is season three. You want to get someone in here towards the end of the season to get used to that team because it's in a it's in a you know a pretty. Good position division with um uh King K and Cami, so you so anybody you give that team to is going to be behind. So you want to try to give them as a, a much of a head start as possible. So maybe give Miles um you know two or three games with his playbook. Um, if it's not working at that point, then you say all right, let me look to move them out. And then I say you you got to move them. if you're going to move someone in so late in that division. You got to it has to be a PML vet. Like, it has to be a P.O. At, at, at that time that understands how this works and can probably get that team going, you know,
2: sooner than later. And I think the, the main difference is, because no one's talking about replacing the Eagles, um, I think the main difference is not only 0-7, where's he been? He hasn't talked since, like, week two. So you can't that, lose. that is very you can't true. Lose. You can't lose and be quiet. You can't lose and hide. You got to lose and be funny or something. Like, me and that, we lasted so long because we suck, but we we keep chat going. You're just hiding.
0: What
3: did, what did, what did, what did, uh, what did drama say
0: to, to Kieran when he first joined the league? At least be funny. Do something. Make us laugh. Right, you got you to
2: gotta do something if you're going to lose.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. I, I, he put that bullseye on his back coming in. He was talking a lot. He was he was talking more than most PML vets do. Um, did his homework on everyone like, and just and then like oh, he got around. Listen, I've said it, I sound redundant saying it, but it is the truth. There's no other league that anyone is in where you know all eyes and people are watching your games. I mean, you see people commenting, watching, like not too many leagues that do that where you just have active 32 going in at all times. And when that snowball of losing starts to happen, you don't want to be in chat. You don't want to be in chat. For what? You know, so He's he hasn't got past that. He's not going to get past it. You know, like I said, if I was JT, give him two or three games with his playbook. That doesn't uh, work. Then I'd probably look to move him in, move him out with the um, with the PML bet at that point.
2: I feel like I feel like the playbook is such a lame excuse. So many like there's people that don't play. with it no, it's it's a it's a, nah, it's a good a, excuse, a, but I'm you gotta
3: be honest. I'm gonna be honest. The, them playbooks suck. Like they're really. Oh, yeah. not-
2: He's, with... not losing, he's not losing because his playbook, he's losing because he sucks. That, that playbook's not gonna change that playbook's yeah, not but with... the throws you're making, that playbook's not gonna change the calls you're playing. You just can't play. Yeah, but with the playbook, with the
1: limited with the way the playbooks, the stock playbooks are limited and not cooled down,
0: it makes it
2: tough. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't like it. Well, I, I, I,
0: the, 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 one thing I always touch on is I've seen progress from the Eagles, not so much from the Browns. You know what I mean? I've seen, the Eagles had a twenty-one nothing lead against Byrne. He even said he came on the show. He said I just ran out of plays because the limit limitations of I ran out of runs. I ran out of plays just because of limitations of a a, a, a stock playbook. So you know this. You've seen improvements from the union. You just haven't seen the Browns be uh, improve at all. He's my, just been a stat game for some guys.
2: My best season has come from a stock playbook this cycle, which was season one.
0: Well, we're not going to speak on that. Moving on, we had the uh, Ravens forty-five to twenty-three. Talking about a stat game, a stat game for the Ravens. I didn't know which which way to go. Should I? Is he going to run heavy? Is he going to? pass-heavy. He went pass-heavy in this game. I think Lamar finished with five TDs. i got to revisit that. Uh, Yeah, Lamar finished with 363. Six TDs, two interceptions. Um, Let's see. Xavier Worthy, three TDs. A.T. Perry, three TDs. I am
2: ultra-surprised by this. I am so surprised that I can't speak on it. So... (laughs) That's how I'm surprised. Um, did anybody watch this game? This is a classic KMFO
0: game. He knew who he was playing. He knew he could get away with whatever the
2: fuck he wanted to run. He ran it, and then boom, there's the final score. I mean,
3: <laughs> Mali just need to play better defense. That's all that comes down to. It's not the team. It's just it's it's, it's Mali, Like. Yeah, that that Chiefs team is crazy. You get Mahomes and Kelsey, a uh, great secondary. Then Jack finessed James of, Yeah, he, Z- Jack finesse a couple guys for draft picks, so you get the best player in the draft, and you know you still stinking it up. Like, oh no, man, he really ain't looked good since he beat Miles Week One, and Miles beat himself more than Madley beat him because he had like three pick sixes. Mm-hmm. I don't
2: know. So Madley's three and four. His three wins, Browns, Panthers, Steelers, they're what, two and eighteen combined? Um, and then everybody else, I mean, the Colts, myself, uh, the Broncos, the Ravens, he hasn't really he, he's not really doing nothing outside those those shitty games, I guess I'll call them, because those players suck. But I mean, Matt Malley said he wanted a chance. This is this is his chance. He's not really doing too much, other besides beating the bottom feeders.
3: Well, I know he was disappointed about not getting a team and everything, but I believe that that was more due to him, person as a person, just kind of some of the stuff that went on that I remember was talked about one time than skill level. So now you get a team, the best team in the division, one of the better teams in the AFC, and you're sitting at three and four. But I, I mean, you can't really even be mad at that. You got to get better at the game. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we-
4: Real, real quick, man. Before you jump back back in there, um, we got to stop blaming guys for being better than their opponent. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you go watch this game, which I did, uh, Malley was just throwing that shit up, bro. He threw a bunch of interceptions. He he's not really scheming anything. He's not really using um his team to their advantages. I mean, you're playing against this Baltimore Ravens secondary. If you go and just look at his roster before you you know, turn the game on, it's clear that you're not going to be able to throw the ball downfield over top of anybody, bro. Like, you he's just not – Mally's just not, and, and, you know, I'm trying to do my best to stay away from, you know, how y'all know I, how I go in. But Mally's just not really trying like he should. You know what I'm saying? It's a certain shit. If you were serious about trying to win, if you were serious about, you know, not putting your team in a horrible position or just giving the other guy – three points is just certain shit you wouldn't do and Mally just in all the games that he's lost he's just showing that he does not have the ability or doesn't have the give a fuck enough to just study the game a little bit bro study your opponent know who's on the field know where they are know what you should do shouldn't do could do um and you know i can't be mad at Kieran for blowing them out though and taking all those pick sixes back to the house and- Getting, the, you know, running the ball with Lamar and whoever else he had on the field. Mally just got to step up and play better or just get embarrassed. That's all. Hey,
1: I think pick sixes, no matter what, no matter at what point in the game, are allowed to be taken back. I think if somebody's still throwing
0: and you get a pick, you should be able to take oh, it yeah. back. Nobody, no,
2: and, and just to clarify, nobody's, nobody's saying that he should be suspended. Nobody's attacking E-Rod for whatever. We're attacking Mally.
0: Oh. I, wait, wait. I'm just saying it's it's a classic. What it, it's more about Mally because it's a classic game where uh, somebody loaded up and said, "I really don't have to try, and I could do whatever the fuck I want today." And he did, and he blew out Mally, and it's it's sad, but he treated Mally like he treats a Rod, like he treats um the New Browns usually, like he used to treat that. It's just a load up and fucking do whatever the fuck I want game. And it's more so on Mally than it is on Keyron, because I never had a pl-
2: problem with KMFO. And certain people who you see you want to KMFO out of the league for games like this. And it is what it is. The other user has to be better. What's this one? It was, what, um, 45 to 23. There yeah, ain't nothing wrong with what he did. Hey, my friend was beating people by 80, still throwing that bitch up. <laughs> That's why we had the flaw rule. rule, baby. Yeah, this ain't nothing similar to a KMFO. But, um, no, it is. Listen, it, it is because KMFO also
0: went into games where he knew his opponent and he knew what he could get away with it and got
2: away That's with it. The- That's not on him. No,
0: no he's on his we,
2: uh, what, what, what I'm saying.
0: What I'm saying is that before it was on KMFO in your your eyes, now it's
2: not. It's not on the the user that's doing it. It's the I user. Never, he's I which one? That man beating the shit out of people that fucking suck. All right, then, then you you're gonna you're gonna keep it a buck all the time. If, it, if it's gonna be about the user that he's going against, instead of the user that's doing I mean, it. That so yeah, can I play that messaging So you do you think KMFO is still bad for the league? Yes, because what he does is not. It, it has no integrity for PML. It's not sim. Kiron is sim. He cares for the league. The NFLs two not receivers. Apart. This is not the same. No, not the same. No, I'm, not, I'm not trying to. Just Listen, clarify, what? I'm taking this side to, for this argument. Kiron had two wide receivers that had three TVs apiece. So cover one of them. Do something. When but do why couldn't you do this? Why couldn't you? Why not you way? do the same? But I say was the same thing 50? about KMFO. I was say the same thing about KMFO. Was he up by fifty when he scored those six touchdowns? Do, do I have to go back to? Do I have to go back to like the the Steelers game or something where he did score sixty plus points? I don't, I hope he does it again. i don't give a fuck about A Rod. Okay, but I'm I'm trying. You got to keep it. You got to keep it level. If you're gonna go out, if you're gonna be that way, you're gonna be that way all the time.
0: All right. So uh, let's let's move on. Uh, we had the Texans, and this is gonna this is a game everybody's gonna talk about because we got we got some questions. It's a point to talk about. Um, Texans lost thirty to forty-four in this game. Drama, it was your game. You talk about it a little bit.
4: Man, I was frustrated because um, my stream kept going out, but we had a game plan going, and I actually had a dev game for Damian Pierce. I had to get four touchdowns or twenty yards rushing. So we knew from the beginning that, you know, the majority of the uh, carries was going to be uh, by Damian Pierce. Um, I mean, uh, offensively, we got behind. I went three and out first two drives. He got up 14 Um Then I got downfield. My third drive got a field goal. Um, then on the next drive, we got him on a third and long. He tried to drop back on some play action shit. No, actually, the next drive, um, he was up 14-3. He ran some zone read shit. We caught Travis Etienne, held him up. McKinley uh, McKinney came in, knocked the ball out. We got the fumble. I went and scored a touchdown. It was 14-10. This is the second quarter. He was driving to go in for a touchdown before half. He got the ball after halftime. Um, but we was able to, you know what I'm saying, keep Fields in the pocket, made him throw the ball up, and um, uh got an interception. So we held him 14-10 to the halftime. He uh, came out. Drove down the field after half, got a touchdown. We got the ball back. We was down 21-10. I went downfield and I scored. I believe it was 17-21 at that time. Um, then what the fuck happened after that? Uh, then he went downfield and scored again. Then he uh, he went downfield and scored t- twice in the, in the uh, second half. Then I believe he was up 28 uh, 17 then I went three and out, kicked the ball back. So it was like damn near the first, same thing as the first half. I went to, two, three and outs. I, believe. I scored on the first drive, but then went two, three and outs. So we was down, um, whatever the fuck we was down 20, uh, 28 to 17. Uh, I, think I went downfield and got a touch. No, no, no. He had the ball. Um, we got him another third and long. He dropped back play action. He tried to roll out with fields and throw while he was on the run. But he was rolling out to the left. so when Justin went to throw the ball, my defensive end hit him. He fumbled. We picked it up, took it in for a touchdown. So I was down by um four points at that time. So he got the ball. He went downfield. This is like third quarter, end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter. I fucking had him on the third and eight, bro. He went it was like uh second and second and, and eight. He ran the ball out of a uh, I think he had bunch to the right, shotgun formation, bunch to the right. Had the running back split off to the right side as well, uh, with the virus with, um what was the boy Moore? No, no, Moore. Moore was spread out, the left. More, more spread out to the left. So what happened was on second down, he tried to run an inside zone or a play action. We stopped that shit. He hurried up because he saw the defense that I was in. He had the one on one on the outside to Moore, and I purposely, purposely shaded my cornerback. Over to the left to take away the outside release if he tried to go run a streak. So I knew when he saw me shift to the left, he was gonna run the slant. Sure enough, third and eight hiked the ball. The slam was right there. I tried to jump it with Curse. He fucking got the ball in more caught it. It was fourth and one. He went ahead and kicked the field goal. He kicked the field goal. He went up by eight. So he was up by five at the time. I think it was like uh 25 to uh, 20 or some shit like that. I can't remember what the fucking score was, bro, but man, he got um he got the field goal. He went up eight. Kicked me the ball, and um, I went on. Man, it was third and it was second and ten. I ran the ball, got down. It was third and one. I came out in that fucking um, what's that form? The formation, the quads formation, where everybody runs with the quarterback. Came out in the quads formation. Um, he shifted his line to base of line to take away the the quarterback sneak run. So I auto booted. I had my little setup. So that I could get my uh tight end open on the corner route. And sure enough, you want to hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. My bad. I had a tight end on the corner route, and Jameis Winston sold me the fuck out. Had to had the tight end wide open to back down the field 20 yards. Jameis overthrew that motherfucker. So I'm frustrated. It's four one. I'm on the 35, on my 35. Fucking I'm going for it. I come out in bunch. Something told me to just run the inside, fucking, just run, run the fucking dive. And let my offensive line do what they do their thing. But I was scared because his defense just shut me down on like second and second and uh, one or some shit like that. So I fucking come out, try to get the uh, vert to the corner combination, threw the vert over the top to Cooks, but um he clicked on his cornerback, batted the ball down. So that gave him he on the thirty five yard line. He go down like three three uh, plays, he scored a touchdown. That put him up uh, two touchdowns, and I think I came might have I think that was it. I don't think I scored no more. I might have came down. No, I think I might have came downfield and scored again, but then couldn't get the stop. He went and scored. And then on my last drive, um, we just had a turnover on downs and shit, and he just ran the clock out. So I played good, man. I played the way I wanted to play. Didn't turn the ball over. No interceptions, no fumbles. You know what I'm saying? Um, We played good defense on him. We contained fields. If y'all go look at the stats, he didn't get no crazy big plays. You know what I'm saying? We did a lot of good contained defense, but uh, shout out to Hype Mike, man. The boy's stick skills is impeccable, man. He throw the ball one on one. You got to click on and you got to be disciplined because he's gonna abuse computer. And then um, some of the, the ways he was scoring touchdowns was just on. You know, he's doing the bringing receivers in motion. He does the shit for the zone reads. He brings receivers in motions and he he quick snaps. You know what I'm saying? But then he does the shit on. He did the shit on the passing play and got motherfucking Christian Kirk butt naked down the middle of the field, man. So I can't take that away from Mike, bro. He one of the guys in the league who I definitely respect, you know what I'm saying, his stick skill, you know what I'm saying? It used to be some questionable shit he did on defense, but even now, a lot of that shit, you just got to, you know, you can't be flustered by what you see pre-snap. You just, you know what I'm saying? I learned a lot playing that game, and I'm looking forward to seeing him again. man.
0: So uh, there's a couple things I want to talk about. One, um, there was, at one point, you just stopped his offense, they got the ball. I don't know if you held him to a field He either held him to a field goal or completely saved his offense. Got the ball. You were down by one score. Uh, you had a fourth and one, I think, on your side of the 50. You ended up going for it and not getting it. You know, looking back at it after your defense just made a good stand, uh, were you more scared of his offense, or did do, do you not trust your defense in that situation? Because – the smart play seemed like putting it away and uh, uh, D and up like you did in the previous time. Well, when I, I felt
4: like, you know what I'm saying? I felt like Madden had it was given a fourth me fourth and one to be exact. Yeah, it was a fourth and one, but I felt like Madden had given me my turnovers. Like I said, um, the first fumble, you know what I'm saying? I, it was a, I forced the fumble, but I just felt like, nah, bro, I got to go for it right here. I just felt like if I punted it, I wasn't confident that I was going to be able to get the ball back. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro. Um, Really, in hindsight, I should have ran different plays on third and fourth down. That shit, going in quads, is not playing to any of the strengths of my team. Jameis Winston really wasn't – Jameis Winston ain't supposed to be running that third and one, you know what I'm saying, and shit, he ain't supposed to be throwing it neither. So, really, I just didn't – you know, I, I, I just got flustered. That's all. Just, I really was – Fuck this guy, fuck him. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this one yard, and I'm not gonna do it the way he thinks I'm gonna do it. But I should have just did what the fuck I know works for me. I got plenty of plays for third and one. Plenty of plays in my playbook. Plenty of different looks. And um, yeah, I just fucked it up, bro. That's all.
0: Um, uh, and then I wanted to talk about, you know, the key of uh key conversation in chat has been the Alpha Kamara at tight end. Um you know, you have them at fullback and then there's a couple formations where you, you can flex the fullback out to tight end. Not flex him out, but, you know, put him out at tight end. Um, obviously, you took advantage of that. That's creative. I, I would say it's creative. And I don't I don't think it's a mismatch. It's creating a mismatch. I see a wide receiver going to tight end. You can create a mismatch there. But I don't think the fullback going to tight end creates a mismatch. I think it's just football and being creative with your offense. It's like taking a, a running back like Antonio Gibson and running them on that orbit play, which I, I saw hype Mike do. He took a little oh, running back, put him at wide receiver, had him motion across, ran him on a orbit, and it was just a creative way of
2: using your talent. Now, how do you feel about that? And then I will get everybody else's opinion on it. You asking me how I feel about it?
4: Yeah. I'm oh, a fucking genius. The fuck you think I feel about it? I got Alvin Kamara, bro. I'm gonna put him wherever the fuck I can put him to get him in space and to take advantage of your straight linebackers. You better watch that motherfucker and cover him so I can hit you on the back side with all the other shit I got going on in my offense. Listen, bro, it's two formations that he's able to play. He's able to and it's not even a he's he's at tight end, but he's really a flanker, bro. Both of those formations, he's fucking halfback flanker. There's a such thing as a halfback flanker. I can get them on the outside. I can fucking run uh, sweeps. I can fucking there's a lot of shit I can do with them. It's just two formations with a fullback using the Madden R1 L1 formation subs. You can get players and they automatically put them there. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm I'm manually putting him at tight end. There's two formations in my in my playbook that I can get Camara lined up on the line to be able to get open in space.
0: And it's not
4: against the rules at all.
0: What about you going against the rules and having a safety that's not a sub linebacker playing sub linebacker? Somebody brought
4: it to our attention during that game. I did not know that J. Ron Curse didn't fit the description uh, that's in the rules. Again, Jaron Curse is—he fits the weight requirements. He fits the uh, change of direction requirements. It's just he had less hit power than what was required, and I—I I didn't. I remember there being a you know uh, maximum hit power. Uh, I, I don't my my understanding of the hit power rule was different than what it actually says in the rule book and it's been two cycles since I had a player who was eligible to play sub linebacker so I just didn't know that j-ron Kurtz didn't fit it like I said I had several guys hitting me up asking for j-ron Kurtz because he was playing sub linebacker I even said it on his breakfast show said it on the prediction show that the best pickup I made during the offseason season was getting j-ron curse to play sub linebacker but once it was brought to my attention I can't play him there. He won't play there no more. You know what I'm saying? If they want to levy a suspension or you know whatever the the commissioners feel like they need to do, they can do that. But I wasn't doing no shit to try to take advantage. You know what I'm
2: saying? I would. I wouldn't. Shit, it's goofy. Why would I do that, bro? But yeah, it is what it is. So uh, you know the go back at tight end. No big deal. Um.
0: HB brother point, if K Mac did it, I would I, I just hated K Mac's whale routes. That's what I hated. He repetitively did whale rounds in the movie. Um <laughs> but like that was just his scheme, like whale route, wheel route, whale route. And I'm like, bro, like are you are serious? am just being repetitive. Um but I wanted to get C's opinion on it. Uh see how do you feel about you could touch on both. Uh, we know drama's a uh, cheating piece of crap for uh, putting curse at some linebacker <laughs> as far as the fullback at tight end and getting, finding a, a new way to have Kamara
3: uh, be involved. I mean, I, I think that he it's operating within the rules, per se, so I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Now that I think about it, um, it's just a creative way to get your guy the ball. Now, do the Saints actually line Alvin Kamara up at tight end in real life? Hell no. He's not playing tight end. That's what they use Taste Hill for. But, I mean, if it's a way to get him going, I, I don't – I mean, I, I feel it. It's within the rules. You know, JT said get used to doing it, so that means it's here to stay. And we just got to get – got to figure out how to stop that shit. You know, you got an issue with it, figure out how to stop it.
2: Uh, they they also uh, – drama. They're bringing up that, you know, uh, a key part of your wounds was curse that sub-lineback and getting those five interceptions. Now, it, would you agree with that? Curse, yeah. Yeah, Curse. Curse absolutely was a uh,
4: uh, uh, great upgrade to my defense, having him playing that sub-linebacker spot.
2: So so basically you cheated to get those ones is what you're saying. I did cheater, not cheat, bro. Again, uh, again
4: J-Ron Curse fit all of the requirements for a sub-linebacker except for the hit power. I did not know that he didn't have the hit power. You know what I'm saying? He's not super fast. He's not super athletic. He's a subpar fucking safety, bro. He's not even fast. He's 87 speed. Like yeah, Hold up. Hold up. We're going to see the rest of the season. He's not going to play sub linebacker. And I'm going to put somebody else there that's faster and more athletic. And we'll see how it all pans out. But for anybody to say, oh, yeah, Drama won those games because of J. Ron Curse, suck my dick. You just, you're hating, bro. You're hating because my offense is, is efficient. You're hating because I'm running the ball. I'm throwing the ball. Ask Q I win because of J. Ron Curse. Ask Q I win because of J. Ron Curse. Go ask J. Uh, Ron did I win because of J. Ron Curse. Guess who J. Ron Curse didn't help me against. He didn't help me against the Colts. Wasn't nobody saying
0: nothing then. Just stop eating dick, I'm, my dick, man so I will say what helped you win against the Dolphins was Blake Corham going down to injury. But, um, as far as, because we hitting out there. Fuck you mean? It's because we hitting out there. We
4: put Gibson out the game too, because we fucking hitting out there. That boy Vanderish is a problem. That boy Cashman is a problem. My motherfucking defense alignment are problems. Y'all got me fucked up. Fuck you talking about? We hitting out there. Take your punk ass uh, running back and get him in the weight room if you don't want him to get injured. I don't want to hear that shit from Q or from anybody else. Fuck you talking about injuries as part of the game. So now, oh, oh, my running back was man, suck my dick, bro. I'm not trying to hear that shit, man. <laughs>
5: You tell him, Commissioner Drummond. Bro, when did I say anything about my running back, bro? Oh,
2: you just come I off.
4: Know. Now you want to come off the mute. Now you want to come off mute. Get your ass back man, on mute. I never you got you your I never ass, nothing, you get your nose wiped. You got your nose wiped. That's I mean, where they bro. make excuses for you. Tell them not to make excuses for you then. You got your nose wiped, you bum-ass motherfucker. J-Ron Curse wasn't the reason for that. Everybody just mad because I'm doing what the fuck I told y'all I was going to do. Season two, I'm on y'all ass. Last season was my first season in PML. Y'all motherfuckers had a whole three-month head start. Now I'm getting in the groove and shit. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers want to critique everything I'm doing. Y'all just mad, man. Fuck y'all talking about, bro. You know what I'm saying? Don't watch me. Watch TV, man. Get fuck off my dick. Um, uh, who's that more athletic faster guy? you going to put another illegal
2: sublime in there? What's going on there? You just... You just... He you said you gotta put somebody more athletic, Just watch, bro. I got I got players, bro. I got players. This is what I'm saying.
4: J. Ron Curse is a very average linebacker. He's very average. I mean very average safety. So him being at the sub linebacker spot wasn't no you know what I'm saying, uh, super amazing shit. It was an upgrade over what I had last season, but we're going to see what the re- what my defense looks like going forward now that J-Ron can play sub-linebacker. Like, y'all making this shit like he was, uh, you know, Jamal Adams or somebody. Like, he hits sticking motherfuckers and making them fumble or he got some kind of ability. But
0: you didn't have Jamal Adams as a linebacker when you were in the Seattle Seahawks, so, you know, your past comes to the present where we say, you know, you, ran, you did some um, sketchy shit. So, and so that
4: wasn't illegal, neither because it was a formation sub. So, again, what the fuck are we talking about,
3: bro? What What about putting a strong safety at outside linebacker is not illegal?
4: Three four, there's a formation sub where the strong I'm safety plays <laughs> exactly outside linebacker,
3: about, but what is not illegal about that?
4: Again, the, it's a formation in the fucking game. Right, a there's a formation. He's 215 pounds. Bro. You know,
3: you know, out. you know the rules is 225 and above, man. You bullshitting. There is <laughs> a formation sub. Bro, bro, bro. The formation bro. sub is in three, four, odd. I know what you're talking about. Bro. The formation I know exa- sub. No, 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 no. I know exactly what you're talking about, bro. You can't put a fucking strong safety, that's 215 pounds, an outside linebacker, and think that bro. shit gonna slide. The
4: formation you- sub. There is a place on the user score if you want to hit somebody for playing. Uh, so got a uh, and I will say,
0: I will say, yeah, you said oh, there's a there's a formation sub. Well, there's also a manual sub where you can put a safety at any any linebacker position you want, but we can't because it's illegal.
2: So do I, mean, I I
1: I think I think formation subs should be uh, all game. I mean, I, I don't do it. I didn't I didn't even know you could do it until this conversation right here was <laughs> happening. But I think formation if it's in if if you can you know toggle through and 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 sub someone in not manually but if you could do it in a formation sub I don't see the issue with it.
2: You know who I else mean, somebody help me explain like oh, okay. I, I don't oh, here here. I, here. Hold, I on, hold on.
4: For you quick. know who else doesn't see the issue have say the PML rule book. Which is what I go by. Fuck what y'all talking about. I go by the PML rule book. The PML rule book says formation subs are allowed. You don't like what somebody's doing, hit it on the user. Hit it on the uh, user score, and that's what I'm saying. When Z got mad because when I played him and I did use Jamal Adams in that position, Jamal Adams wasn't playing the run. Jamal Adams wasn't coming down and crashing at his his running back.
3: It was three, four, odd. There's always a blitzing linebacker. I see Jamal
4: Adams dropped back in coverage and and
3: and
0: picked you off. That's why he was
3: mad. He said, bro, who the fuck that blitzing off the edge? If that's not Bobby with superstar X Factor, it was Jamal Adams, bro.
0: Hey, to be honest, I couldn't move. Well, not now, but you could move a ninety. Uh, HD has a ninety-nine speed corner. You could move him to safety and then use that formation sub. Then you got a ninety-nine speed corner coming off the edge on a blitz. I don't see <laughs> like, no problem. That's that's that's. <laughs> it, I don't think I I think HD sees no problem with it, but I think most of the league will see a problem with it. Um,
1: but yeah, formation subs, formation subs, in my opinion, if it's if it's a formation sub again. I didn't even know you could do that in a 3-4, but if it's a formation sub and you're not manually putting someone where they shouldn't be, then I think it's I think it's okay. I don't think you should have, I don't think there should be any issues with it in
2: that regard, to be quite honest. I can I mean... All right, so we'll we'll move on from the from the drama talk. We
0: had the Titans beating the Vikings 21 to 19. Uh like like somebody said earlier, Vi- uh, Vikings and CL just falling off the face of the earth uh at this point.
2: Um just can't can't seem to put it together for some reason. Um but now one and six and the
5: Titans
0: are two and five. So both teams are finding a, a tough time. I've had a tough
2: time putting it together, so some, something CEO, that. CEO did say he he regrets trading Devin Leary, or he wishes he got a different quarterback. What what did he say? I'm sorry, you that was kind of mumbled. Under- he he regrets trading either trading Devin Leary for Zach Wilson. He said he thinks he he should have kept him or got a different quarterback. Yeah, yeah, he um, you know
0: Zach Wilson, you know that throw power And is nice. not a guy to build through content either.
2: Um, I don't know what his stats look like, but I don't think Zach Wilson uh, was. Zach, Zach Wilson has 94. Th- we can't hear you Ace. Hey, yeah, your yeah. shit going out, bro. You got to sword, <laughs> you <hear> <laughs> get out of the sewer, bro. Can you hear me? Get out of the sewer, bro. He's got 94 throw power at all 85. 82, 84, and 87 short BMP. So, his stats are pretty much there. So, he didn't have to put any contact. He's not, he's, not a, he's not a bad quarterback at all. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that Baker Mayfield effect when it's just programming to the game for them to suck. Um,
0: but, you know, uh, moving on, you know, good win for the Titans. They moved to 2-5, but they still got to figure it out, as well as the Vikings. Uh, we had the Broncos losing to the
2: Chargers, 50-41. to HD, this is your game. If you could maintain connection long enough, you want to talk on it? Uh, better football. All right. All I heard was better football, and you can't maintain
0: connection, so we'll, we won't really talk about it too much. Uh, but a good one from HD, uh, he's got Keon Barnes going on blitzes, 99 speed, going on those corner blitzes, has him uh, blocking punts, blocking field goals, has him in that gunner position. So uh, pay attention to Keon Barnes. Um. Moving on, the yeah, had the the Jets smoking the Forty Nine ers thirty seven of seven was kind uh, of kind of what we expected. Um, the Jets moving to four and three, Ant Dog, uh, C Tier Ant Dog uh, moving to two and four, which is beyond me. Uh, I guess the less
2: you talk and the less you the trouble you start, the more respect people will have for your game. Uh, I think that's just basically how it
0: goes. because Dramas. Dramas, I don't even use myself. But dramas, D tier, but
2: Ant C tier. I don't know how that happened. Um, it's interesting. very interesting. I guess, per, uh, I guess, uh, personal preference gets involved. in it. Um, J.C. does to, not like drama. I I agree. Yeah. I, yeah, they, got, they got a little, they got a little beef there. But I I said this season one, um, the Ant amp, Ant's been playing like shit since last cycle. Um. And I said it the other day, he's probably the worst fan to ever get their team in PML because he just blew that shit up and made the team worse. You got rid of uh, Ayuk. You got rid of Debo. Um, you know, last night, he got rid of... You wasn't him, was though. I will say that. Like, I just... I, I think he just... He he hasn't been playing. I said he don't fit in the division, and I think... Uh, you said he's going to be last every season. And he's uh, so far been last every uh, season. Yeah, so it's like he he has yet to be good this cycle and uh, i i think his shitty gm skills are are kind of a,
3: a part of that he didn't get rid of um he didn't get rid of iu the game cut him and ceo picked him up immediately
2: well that's on you to go get him back like hey cpu cut him let me get my guy back like you didn't even try
3: that is also true
2: uh, yeah like i, I know my- I think people have actually, you know, got a guy released
3: and whole Like, hey, can I get my dude back? Like, yeah, here you go. Like, yeah. But let yeah. also yeah. put into perspective. CEO is not going to respond to you in a timely fashion. He'll come in about maybe four or five days later and be like, oh, and then that's it. And then you just out of your player. So, you you're know. My, my, my <laughs> and then, that, was, that was
2: spot on. he be like, oh, and <laughs> just nothing after
0: that. Um, but I will say this. He, I, I don't blame I don't think he wanted the 49ers. Back to back cycles, he's got the 49ers again. I don't think he's one of those that were
2: pushing for a favorite team again. But like he just ended up treats them like shit. Yeah, I don't I don't think he wanted them, to be honest. But, but that's that's just beyond yeah. I just don't, you know, I
0: don't I, I guess the less you talk and the more the less waves you cause, the more respect your game's gonna get. Hey, he's quiet he, and He's okay at the game. Let's uh, let's put him in a higher tier, um, but that's that's just how we I guess we do eventually. mentally. Uh, Raiders and Saints. Thirty-four to eighteen was the final. Um, Saints. Byrne was a D tier
2: um, as well, and I, I think he's also better than me. But that's uh, that's on me. But um, anybody have anything to say about this game? No. shit nope. this season. Burns one and six. There's nothing you could say.
4: Listen, listen. listen. I got something. No, fuck that. I got something to say. Who won that trade now, motherfuckers? Everybody was on my head last season. Who won that trade
2: now? I got Alvin Kamara doing all types of
4: exotic shit. I got Jameis Winston playing at a decent level. You know what I'm saying? I got motherfuckers. Hold Hold up. I got a Debo locking down one side of the field. I got Ruiz blocking like a motherfucker. Who won that trade now, motherfuckers? I want to hear somebody say something. Then
3: the Debo get then the debug get beat by Antonio Gibson for a touchdown or ATN one of them. Nah, you won the trade though, for real. But Burns sucks, so yeah.
2: And <laughs> yeah, that also sucks. Um, two things. True. Oh yeah, Kamara, You know, Camar is
0: being, being used exotically, and um, uh, you know, Jameis Wilson Winston is playing average. <laughs> Who won that trade now? Um. We had the Seahawks getting demolished by the Rams, and uh, this is your time to speak, Z. On your game, I just want to say something before Z
1: speaks. What's up? (laughs) Watch no, no, no. It has nothing to do with Z. Watching DK's stream last night was it went from entertaining to cringy, like. I don't know. I'm asking, like, I'm not being funny. Z. I'm asking, do do you and DK have some sort of beef, rivalry? You guys not like each other a little bit? We've been, pl- I was,
3: we've been in the same division since last year, so okay. it's just been like, you know, what season? Like one season, everybody won thirteen games except for whoever was last that year. So I mean it's just ultra competitive, I guess. But I mean, you know, it is what it is, bro. I talk I talk on my streams too. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, we, we You said what? Personal? I
2: mean personal watching
3: DK stream. I don't I don't think it's like no beef or no shit like that. I just think it's competitive shit. You know what I'm saying? That's all, that's what I personally think. If it is personal, it's not me, you know what I'm saying?
4: If I could, I watched the stream as well. And DK did say, man, this is just competition, bro. We competitors and whatever's between the lines. Yeah, we're gonna talk shit. If this was basketball, I'm coming to court, I'm coming down to court, we talking shit. I drop a bucket on you, you drop a bucket on me. That's just how it goes. You know what I'm saying? He's like the shit ain't personal. It's personal, I say some personal shit. So I, I ain't gonna lie that stream last night actually endeared me to DK a little bit like he's a punk motherfucker but he's he's a competitive punk motherfucker like I like that shit but he still a little, got a lot of hoe in him but I respect it because he, he you know what I'm saying the hoe is in him because PML put that pressure on you to try and rub it in motherfuckers faces so DK doing what he got to do to win and um
3: he's winning motherfucker but go easy. he alright so just to just go game real quick. Um his first drive, very first play he went play action and we had like a pass experience that went like 45 yards. Then next play the um a blitz and he just completed a pass and went and scored a touchdown. And just with the Rams offense just having from season since he got Michael Thomas, fuck you burn, because you shouldn't have traded him um it, it's just been like you gotta compete to keep up. You gotta score points. You gotta be able to score points. And I think the first, the very first play, I had a, I had Tyler Lockett wide open for a touchdown. Some, some no name guy got there, and CJ Stroud missed a throw, and it got me out of my rhythm. And then I think I missed my next two throws on that same drive. And then he went down and scored a touchdown. And at that point, you're just trying to get back into the game. So when you lose your composure, it's tough. It, it's, t- it's an uphill battle, man. So once we got out of, um, once we got out of the rhythm and out of the flow, I did. You know, kind of just lose my composure because I take these games seriously. Um, it's one of my favorite matchups to play, and I mean, bro, I just got out of my rhythm, and he just stuck to his, and we had probably the one of the worst. Thank God, some of y'all are throwing seven picks in the game because that was probably the worst offensive performance I've seen from a quarterback in a long time. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's one game. We play him uh, in two weeks, so yeah, you know, it is what it is.
2: As Let me let me ask you this, and I, you know
3: what I'm saying this is
4: a, a legitimate question: um, How much of what he does with his defense discouraged you from running the ball? Because at one point in the game, I believe CJ Shroud was like zero for nine, bro. Um, and it was just—I think the score was like twenty-eight, nothing by then. Um, how much of? Because I, I just—I don't think you was playing to your strengths. Um, I'm just curious: How much of that was you avoiding having to deal with um, running? You know. Against that and spread, shit we be doing. That
3: shit, it, it's an it's annoying to play again because it's like you look at the roster and it's niggas that don't have the block shed to even be making those type of plays, making those type of plays. But I mean, you know, it's not impossible to run against. So I'm not trying to hold, you know, people. I'm not trying to hold. Um, that is the sole reason of why we didn't execute. Because you just, you just got. I just got to execute my plays and I gotta um, be able to mix it up a little bit more and not put my quarterback in positions where every play um, Aaron Donald is just affecting every throw because that's what he does. He's just going to affect every throw. So I'm going to just have to switch up what I'm doing to try to adjust. Because that because uh, most of the games have been relatively close, but that one was just completely lopsided because we it got away from us early and we didn't switch up what we were doing. So, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, it is so, uh, kind of discouraging, like, to just know that you're running the right concept and it's not working on the ground. But you just gotta adapt, because I mean, you know, it is what it is.
0: So what? A few things that that defense has done that you know, when I played him where I'm like, this is this is cheesy. Um, you have blockers just running by guys that are shooting a gap, just saying, just ignoring like defensive end, defensive ends or defensive tackles, uh, and they're just shooting a certain gap and going in untouched. Um, I think one time I tried to run ra- run a boot play. His contains started at my guard and ended up outside the on the outside shoulder of my my tackle and was able to contain unblocked. And it's like, all right, you know, I get if you're doing that and I can't run inside. But, but my my blockers don't even sometimes don't even engage based on whatever they're doing on that defensive line. And that's that's what's cheesy about it.
2: I got I got a question as uh, well. with an update, don't stop. The blockers attack the user defender,
3: yeah, but the thing
5: the thing about it is the but
2: thing he's about it guy down into the gap and then drop him back. So he's hovering and then dropping him back. so wouldn't the center or the guards or whoever attack that user and then once you drop back, your guys are already in there, right? he's getting that's where he's getting the free the free holes at and it's kind of like that. like is that not some sort of gameplay issue
1: in my opinion. If it I mean if it if it does it, yes. But if it doesn't then whatever, but well if, 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 it's, to... if it's if it's if it's if it's dumbing the, the CPU, I understand, you know, you know, JT's mentioned it says it, it's not it it's, you know it, it's not unstoppable. It's not glitchy. But I, I will say this. I I I don't think anyone's made this comparison. I think you have to liken it to Hike and haul. Hike and haul dumbs out the computer. So if that defense with the hovering is dumping out the computer, then I would say those are on the same level. Where we don't have hike and hauls, then you, then you can't have a defense that dumbs out the computer either. It has to go both ways because one of the reasons we don't, you can't do hike and haul is you roll out, zones come down, man, man's running wide open. If you do that every play, it's glitching out. If you're doing the same thing with that defense to where you're hovering, you're pinching the line and it hovers and it's dumbing out the old line, then you can't do that. I think those I think those two are a very comparable uh, contrast. Can and, I make uh, I,
5: can I make a point real quick and then yeah. I can talk about it? Like I think it's just kind of fucked up just because I think it flirts with the line of sim in real life. And all oh, that too much. Like, I understand, like, when JT be like, well, if it's a counter for it, then it's fine. Well, just because the it's a counter don't for work. it, the, just counters, it's the a counter do not mean work. that that shit is real life or it's him just because you can counter it in the game. The, it just means it's another broken mechanic in the game. To uh, your point, so,
3: the counters I, don't work. And
5: uh, my bad, go ahead, bro. But, like, why do I gotta go and fucking try to figure out how to beat a broken mechanic in the game just because it can be beaten. Like, no, I'm not doing all that shit, bro. I I don't come here for that. So uh, that's just my thought on it. My biggest thing about it, though, is
2: you know it's fucking up and you're continuing to do it and not giving a fuck. That's my thing. You know it's fucked up and you're still doing it. That's just as bad as doing anything you're not supposed to do.
3: The And just to Q's point, the real-life counters don't work because if somebody pinches auto D linemen inside, and this came from KMFO a while back, if you pinch your defensive line inside, concepts like power O are supposed to work because it's zone blocking and you're just kind of pushing the guys down. Concepts like outside zone should work because, you know, as again, it's down blocking and you're just kind of forcing the gaps. That doesn't work because defensive tackle is shooting in between the gap, either between the, the guard or the center, or the tackle in the center and just making plays every to. single time, no matter who it is. It, like I can guarantee you, if you pull up the roster right now, it's not Aaron Donald doing it. It's some random guy that has no business being on the football field for more than a season. And so he had a I'm bunch just, of guys with a bunch of
2: stats last season. He had like four four defenders or something, like three defenders. Well, that was that, of-
3: was that was that was last cycle with Azor Kamara. I think he had like twenty sacks as a seventy three overall rookie or something. I mean, I. Like I said, bro, it is it is what it is because, I mean, nothing's going to change. Uh, JT's not going to change anything about it. And I'm not going to complain about it. You just got to figure out how to beat it. Um, but, you know, it, yeah, there's it, no point in like, making a rule yeah.
0: change either because nobody's going to look at it. You can suggest a rule. I think that, I think proposing a rule is
3: – I mean, coach just, just ran for like 100-something with J.K. Dobbins. So, you know, I just got to go see what Kose did. Just, you know, just got to figure yeah, out go what see. he did. Go around it, so it is what it is, bro. I, I, from what I noticed with Codes, he like started
0: one way, cut it back all the way the other way. Like it was more on Codes being good as a runner than it was, you know, him realizing the block it and all that good stuff. But that that could I could be wrong on that. I'm just I, from what I I think there was one run that he he just cut back randomly. Um, but. You know, as far as that, it's you know there's also for people that don't know if you blitz your user, uh, anytime uh, somebody's blitzing, um, they' have read the offensive line registers that they're blitzing. It's kind of like cover four. You run a switch uh, a switch concept, as you can see, they won't match. they'll just they know the route where the routes are going predetermined, and they'll match it that way as well. Um, but it's predetermined that you get a blitz coming and they'll. Assume there's a blitz, and if you take that blitzer out, obviously you get another guy in coverage while everybody else is blocking one-on-one because they thought a blitz was coming. Um, just certain things that you know break the game um that you know that are little small, but still do. Next game was the Giants and the Commanders, twenty-seven to twenty-four. The Commanders now three and four. The Giants moved to six and one. Um has got that team playing well so far. Anybody want to talk about this game? Anybody watch this game?
3: I didn't catch it. What, oh, the commanders? I, yeah, I didn't catch it. Anybody yeah, else?
1: I, 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 I watched some of the game. Um, you know, it, it was a pretty good game between the both of them, obviously, with the score, and they played each other so many times this cycle that you're getting used to the opponent. Um, You know, Cook had, uh, you know, I think it was just a couple of uh, throws. Uh, Sam Howell kind of put commanders uh, in a bad position with some untimely interception. Um. That uh, allowed Cook to uh, regain the lead. I mean, the Commanders had some momentum. They went down and scored, came back uh, on the kickoff. Giants fumbled the ball, and then uh, Commanders scored again. That that went up, but I think as, as the game progressed, um, I think um, losing Gibson really hurt that run game um, because you don't want Sam Howell to be the focal point of the offense. And while you know you do, you still have a, a pretty decent back. Um, back then I, I forgot the guy's name that he has back there as the running back from Alabama.
0: Brian Robinson.
1: Um, Robinson, Robinson. So while he's still a decent back, he's not Gibson, you know. No. Um, and so I think that hurt and it made Wimmy wanna throw more than he really wanted to. And um, you know, it allowed, you know, Giants to come back, take the league and, and keep it. So it'll be interesting to see how that offense uh with the with the commanders go um because he has some weapons on the outside, you know, just sometimes Sam Howell just doesn't do him any uh, favors. And and I, and I can relate, you know, with Tyree Jackson doing the same thing at times. So it'll be interesting to see.
0: Now, uh, yeah, uh, Wimmy's offense usually circles around his run game and, you know, getting rid of him. Uh, it's a good thing that he still good, he's still a good defensive user. Um, I think that's what kept, keeps these games close and keeps him in games um but you know he really hurt that offense and he, like you said sam hall can't carry the load for him um next game was the dolphins smoking the bills 35 to 14 and i think i said this uh, off here um watching the bills play it's it's kind of it's kind of cringe uh watching him play um you know there's certain looks where he he got certain plays for and it, it it's not working anymore, and he's he keeps going back to the well. It's like you can bait him into whatever play you want him to run uh, based on the look you give him. Um, there was one play, he had three down linemen, second and seven. He had three, uh, Q had three down linemen against the Bills, and he was in single bag dice slot, I believe. Uh, everybody in here, I think 99% of us are running HB dive or running some type of run against three down linemen. doesn't matter if you're sending the bullets or not. We should be able to get at least five yards, if not more, on that, in that situation. He checked to a pass play, uh, PA Scissors play, and then next thing you know, he's throwing a pick to uh, – uh, he's throwing a digs, who's just read on that play every single time, and throwing a pick. And it, it just makes you roll your eyes, kind of. I don't know what, what t is doing, um, but he's definitely not playing – uh, like the TV, it, I saw season one.
3: Um, I, I I don't know, bro. I I really feel like him putting he he didn't really put enough work into that team. And uh, yeah, you got Josh Allen, yeah, you got Diggs, Yeah, you got Gabe Davis and Knox, but that team's not perfect by any means. You know, once Von Miller's gone, they they're, they're kind of built to they're built they're built to win year one. And once Von Miller's gone, if you're not working on the guys that you have on your roster, it's going to show. And I mean, it's just kind of showing. He hasn't really switched up his um, hasn't really switched up his game plan. Um, and you know, the Dolphins are working regardless of whether they tank. They're not season one. Shout out to Q. The Patriots are going to continue to content their guys. Um, I mean, the Jets are going to be the Jets, and the rest of the AFC is coming. Like you know, they're not. It's some killers over there for real, for real. Yes, you know, killers in the AFC North Kieran now has the best team probably in the league and he built that team himself uh hype Mike is always going to make sure he's competitive I mean you got drama in the Texans even though you know your his first year he was kind of mid he's gonna compete even you know regardless he's gonna compete um and I didn't name some other guys of course Cammy in the Bengals and some of the other guys that I didn't mention but you can't really just afford to sit Pat in this league anymore. Like, you used to be able to, you know, just thrive off of talent and everything. But now you really going to have to do in content. Mm-hmm. Now you really going to have to do yeah, content or you're not going to be able it, to make five seasons. I'm going to say this
4: real quick, man. And I know, you know, PML be getting real. You know what I'm saying? Um, I said this earlier in, in previous shows. t band is just not even – it's almost like he's not trying. This ain't the same T Banner that we saw dotting guys with the Jaguars. This ain't the same T Banner that we saw, you know what I'm saying, dotting guys. What was it? Well, did he had a Commanders that uh, cycle? I yeah, mean, this man, cat was
2: man.
4: scheming on offense, bro, getting guys open, getting guys in position. He was doing damn near the hype mic shit, with motherfucking bringing guys in motion, audible, in, and it's just like T Banner done checked out. He ain't really doing no content, he ain't putting no no work into building this team up, had a whole offseason go by, lost all of his players on, you know what I'm saying, Von Miller retired. You know, he had some unfortunate things happen, but he didn't do anything to really try – and make this team competitive. You feel what I'm saying? And now, after losing, what, four or five games to start the season, he's trading away, you know, uh, Tredavious White. You know what I'm saying? He traded lineman during the offseason to the Baltimore Ravens. And that's – a well, another thing about that Ravens team, he didn't build that team on his own. A lot of people sent him shit to make that team what it is. Now, he did his thing. He did dev his guys up by putting in all that content. But – motherfuckers treated uh, Kieran like he was sweet, like he was a guy we could just trade all these pieces to and he wasn't going to go to work with him. And he done stole from Peter and Paul and motherfucking built him an amazing squad. You know what I'm saying? So I really blame a lot of you motherfuckers for not treating him seriously. The same thing y'all did to KMFO, y'all done, done to Kieran, and you're going to let this motherfucker win the Super Bowl and we'll never hear the end of it. Y'all better be on this motherfucker's head. But back to T-Bandit, though. um, If he don't do something, bro, he's really... I mean, the real, what does the rest of the cycle look like for the Buffalo Bills? Because I, I don't know what, his, you know what his picks are like, but T-Bannon ain't never been a guy to really draft well. T-Bannon T. T. ain't yeah. never really been a guy to do offseason well. He's not a guy who does content and builds his team up. So you're just going to have a wasted Josh Allen and, and Stephon Diggs for the rest of the cycle? Like, that's just bogus as hell, bro. And then to be in the AFC East, you know what I'm saying, really your only comp is supposed to be Q. And I mean, has he? What are you, did he, he? Did he win a division last season? You got one division win. No, Q. Q won it last
0: season. He's uh, oh, he 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 trying to trade Diggs
3: now.
2: too.
3: I believe he won it season one, and then they lost it um, They lost the Cami in the uh, wild card. Then season two, Q won it. Uh, did he make the playoffs, season two? Yeah, he lost two. to the Jags. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's just you know that that Bill's team is built for the first two seasons at, at best before you really got to start putting work into them. I mean, you should have already started by now. So it's, it's not so looking it's going, good. It's, the
0: team is going downhill. Um, you know, two, two things I, I want to bring up. One uh, drama, I don't agree with that, The The one thing about Heron is he's put a lot of content into replacements, and he was able to give up a really good replacement like this. He has Brandon Williams, and then he also has a defensive tackle who's ready to play now as well. He's done a lot with that team where he could sell off pieces to get pieces. Uh, J.K. Dobbins wasn't a superstar expected back. He built him that way, and he's a 94 overall, 94 speed, or whatever it is, and made him a key selling piece because he's got Jameer Gibbs and Braylon Allen in the backfield waiting. So he's been able to use content to build up pieces to sell and you know build up replacements for – you know gaps that he might have had, um, so he he did definitely did the work to get that team built the way it is. Um, as far as I wanted to touch back because we we had different opinions back a couple of seconds ago. XP and XP being lower, to really push the content in the league? How where are you on that? I know Z, you wanted the XP to remain. How how do you feel about it now? Because you you got cats like T Bandit that can't get away with just playing the game and it has to be more involved in VML for his team to, you know, really be something.
3: I will say I like it better now. And I think that the immersion system has helped with that because now it really Mm -hmm. feels like I'm managing my team rather than just, you know, mindlessly submitting these attribute requests. Like I can do stuff now that can make, that makes it. So my process of doing that is easier. Um, And that's just from the time that I put into it. Uh, So it actually feels like you're getting a reward out of what you're doing. And um, mm-hmm. I, I think that it it just shows you like who's really dedicated to the league because now you, doing content just isn't enough. You have to log in. You got to do all this stuff. You got to do your tasks daily, and you got to stay dedicated to what's going on with not only your team but the league. Like, there's plenty of opportunities to get points. Plenty of opportunities. Yep. Um, even the guys that are that pump out the most content um they offer free opportunities to get content points cook does his red zone streams kieran has a whole bunch of different stuff that he does that all you got to do is just hit him up and you could probably hop in there you guys do the breakfast show there's a prediction show there's a whole bunch of way to get content points cammy and uh and have their podcast so i mean there's so much you can do um and you just got to be willing to just take that time out to do it yeah, and
0: I just wanted your opinion on it because I know at first you weren't weren't fully on board. And Cleveland uh, even, even uh, mentioned that that's probably one of the better things you could have done um, as a new guy coming in because it makes you get more invested um, into PML and what PML is and not just the on-the-field competitive stuff um, that people just try to load up and play and think they're going to build a team that way. Um, anybody want to touch on that before we move on? I mean, All right.
1: I, I appreciate the um, emerging system. Um, I, I was I was probably in Z's boat um, when it first hit. I was like, ah, this is a little bit too much. Um, but now it's cool. I'm actually looking forward to getting it next cycle at the beginning of the cycle to try to get involved in some other aspects of it.
0: Yeah. So the emerging system is good. Uh, I think there's also other things we could we could add. Um, you know, I, I, I wish people would pay attention to the proposed rules. Um, I don't think that's handled correctly. Um, but I think that's just based on people not paying attention. Yeah, we need um, to figure we, out these rerolls. We need to figure out these re-rolls and these down. crappy yeah, abilities.
1: Uh, I mean, said,
2: they, that the, the, they, said the useless ability is supposed to be coming out soon, but I don't know what soon means to him.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> well he said that He said the emergency
0: system's coming out soon Like two
2: se- two cycles ago <laughs> like, I'm just saying at this point Let us re-roll the guy with the useless ability And call it a day. It's like, it's season three By the time we get it to be season five And the dude might not even be a superstar no more So it's kind of just a waste
3: Like They, they saved the Cowboys mm-hmm. this week I didn't know, know you played the Browns Shit, should have saved you for this week <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, That's why I took the Eagles I was like, this is a freebie Um Speaking of a freebie, you had the Cowboys versus the Steelers. Obviously, Hefe said it would be a great game. that turned out not to be. What a surprise. 58-14 uh, to 14 was the final. Hefe, uh, do you not want to talk about it? Because I don't think we want to hear about you blowing his back out. Before,
2: before he says anything, Hefe was nailing the clock out with six minutes left. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's how bad was. with six minutes left. Just brought him the damn ball back. That is so... I thought that was so disrespectful to just kneel it out. It, it's it's, well, it's more
1: disrespectful to, to put somebody the ball.
2: If you're gonna run the clock and you do something, you're just fucking nailing it. I would be calling my timeouts at those six minutes because I feel like you're spitting in my face. Just hey, me to have my, the back I have a ball that can let me run the clock.
0: Hefe was trying to punt the ball and be like, hey, let's slide some things up. Let's see if we can get your offense situated into this game. Zone. Bro. <laughs> so he created that whole game into a lab session uh, midway through. He was like, yeah, this ain't going to work.
2: And the thing was, like, this is on red zone. So while he's kneeling out, you got Cook and Z fucking playing with their dicks with nothing to do because Hefe's not doing mm-hmm. nothing but kneeling it. Oh, At the game was on red? Was the
3: game on? I, didn't, I don't think red, I did Yes, it was Yes, Red zone, bro. It, it, oh, it, we, had to get, we had to get into the block material early. Shout out to A Rod. <laughs> so, honestly, I, I did. I didn't you know. first. Him, let
2: him try to so, record
1: something. First, you know it's very rare I play that late. But A Rod had to go out of town, so trust me, I had no clue. I had no clue. I was like, all right, once this game is over, with, I'm in the bed. So I didn't even, I didn't even know it was on red zone. I might go back and watch the red zone now. Um,
2: no, I mean oh, it just. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you are wasting
1: your time, brother. I promise
0: you.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know it just happened, man. We had a good game. You know, things kind of got away from
3: him a little bit early. All <laughs> right, all right, all
0: right. I don't want to hear it. We you know we ain't gonna we ain't gonna go through that. Um anything else you guys want to touch on besides the Cowboys game
2: before we head off? <laughs> no, all right, everybody in PML have a great day. Let's see. <laughs>